Hey y'all, and welcome to Long Live Relationships. It's me, Luria. And Tristan. And we started this podcast so we could talk about how we could sustain relationships, both romantic, platonic, and otherwise, through the wonderful art of communication. That's right. We agreed that communication is one of the number one things to help for a long living relationship, both open, transparent, and just getting better at it. So this first week's episode is focused on what we've been doing to better get to want to know each other during this shelter in place, as well as our self-quarantine and just kind of getting to know each other. So Loria, what are some things that you learned about me while we've been in the house? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've learned about you is that it's two to three different types of Tristan. There's work Tristan, there's Bay Tristan, and then there's realtor Tristan. So now that we're in this lockdown, I'm getting to see work Tristan, which I think is pretty comical because it's you're very like commanding and it's like, yo, why are you being so serious? And then play Tristan pops in my office like very randomly and it's weird because he wants to play while I'm in the middle of the conference call and then realtor Tristan is like well I have to show this house today and I'm going to be running these comps and it's like all right bro whatever so I think something else that I've probably learned about you is that you sleep in a lot longer than I really realized so why is that, Tristan? Why are you sleeping so much? Well, first of all, I, let, let's let's bring some correction to how I sound when you talk about three different me's. Made me sound like a square, and I'm not. Secondly, <laughs> okay. I again that I don't even know who you just talked about. Sounds good. I mean, the personalities are cool, but I don't I don't know if you mimic me in the way that I would say that I am. But either way. Why have I slept in? Uh, well, I guess it's part of it is trying to get into back into a regular routine, um, not having to go anywhere or not being able to go anywhere or knowing or having a set time to be somewhere, especially when waking up early in the morning. But I think the other part is also in the night out. So while you sometimes go to bed a little earlier, I may go to bed in the wee hours of the morning just because that's just how my brain focuses so a lot of times people wake up early to read. A lot of times people wake up early to work out. Some days I'm the opposite. Like I might be up late reading. I might be up late researching. So I, that's just that's just how I am. So let's set the record straight. Since we're sitting on these records straight. Tristan says I go to bed early and I go to bed after midnight. Every night. As I wait for him to come to bed. And I say, forget it. I'm going to sleep. So... Let's, if we're setting the record straight. Well, I mean, if we're setting the record straight, that just kind of gives an idea of how late sometimes I go to sleep, probably two or three in the morning on, on, on a good night. But other nights, you know, I might, I might the sleep might catch up to me or the sleep deprivation might catch up to me. And, um, you know, from there, then it is what it is. But, I mean, I also don't need a lot of hours to sleep, though, too. So that, that time that I go to bed, it might be a five-hour difference from when I wake up and then. I'm just up and going, but yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. So would you, do you think that you 
gotten a better appreciation for the stuff I do that you really weren't aware of since we've been locked down? Or is it more like, dang, this child really do got a whole bunch of stuff in here that she working on? Um, I mean, I, I, I've always had a general appreciation. Uh, I think I have got a different approach on appreciation, more so because I, you know, on a, any given day, I could be more busy than you are, or you could be more busy than I am. I feel like I'm I'm more all over the place. So like not being able to sit down or having to get up and move or having 50 different tasks that are during the day. Whereas the appreciation for me is keeping me on tap on topic and even just a little stuff is just say, hey, you know, did you eat yet? You know, do you want some coffee? Uh, do you need a snack? What, what are you thinking? What time are you thinking about taking a break? Stuff like that to just break up the the workload or just what I'm doing during the day, even, you know, things that take hours at a time. So, so what does that have to do with me? You said you've gained an appreciation for how I craft. Then you said that a lot of days you're busier than me which that's relative because I work in spurts. So I also work quicker. I'm a multitasker. So one of the biggest things is like I can be working and printing a shirt or I can be working, printing a shirt and stopping, excuse me, I'll have to burp. I can stop and be like, oh, let me go fix lunch. Let me go let me go make sure Tristan did it. So I think one of the biggest things that I've probably learned about you during this time is that when you're in work mode, you're in a work mode. And it's kind of like, okay, we're lots of serious. But like, I also have a better appreciation for your work ethic. Does that make sense? That's fair. I think, I think that's kind of, one of those things where it takes time to see, I'm not saying that I have the best work work ethic of all time, but, you know, I try to set a respectable tone for myself. And, you know, I think that's one thing that you can only do personally and it kind of aligns with whatever your goals are and just making sure, you know, that you're focused. I think the hardest part, like I said before was, I think it's, it would have been easy for us to be like, okay, you know what? We got all these lists of shows that we need to catch up on. What series are we watching today on the couch with the computers up, legs up, you know, losing probably circulation and our legs having to shake it out every hour on the hour, um, becoming couch potatoes. Whereas, you know, we have both have our own offices set up separate spaces and ideally we kind of have just that general understanding from you know the time we get up in the morning to you know roughly early evening that's kind of our work time no matter what we're working on business personal self-development and you know I think we respect each other's time and space now yes do I come in and mess with you yes because that's fun I mean, popping in, poking you, you know, throwing paper towels at you, stealing your candy, out your candy jar, 
making funnies at you. It, it makes yeah, I do realize I'm signed up to spend the rest of my life with this person who gets a true thrill out of harassing me. Well, well, what do you mean by harassing you? I, harassing is relative. Um, according to SVU, it is not. If a person says no, you must stop. But anyway, we get off topic. You make it seem like I'm. We are getting off topic. Touching you inappropriately. First of all, let me back up. I really hope everybody is staying in place if they can. Um. By all means, wash your hands, Clorox wipes. Please do not be one of these cornballs riding your car wearing a mask. You do not need your mask on while you're in your car. But other than that, COVID-19 is very real. We want you guys to be safe. We want you guys to take care of yourself. So, Tristan, you've been locked up in this house with me for what feels like a month now. Uh, your month? No, it hasn't been. I said it feels like. Uh, probably, so, yeah, it feels like a month. What's your favorite thing that you think we've done as a, a couple since we've been locked in? And none of that nasty stuff, you know, we got to keep the PG parents listening. Um, let's see. So favorite thing, maybe, maybe, it was, maybe it's your birthday. Um, oh, tell me what you did for my birthday. The birthday was kind of fun for me. Um, it was different. I basically created a restaurant experience in our house where I was the server and the chef. And so it was essentially basically eating at the chef's table. Um, I think I created like, well, I didn't necessarily create them myself, but I found different recipes and added my own little uh, spice to it. And we basically had that experience. However, Mm -hmm. I catered to um, Loria throughout the entire evening, named a couple of drinks after her, and she was forced to order them, so she didn't really have options. But it's the thought that counts. And uh, some what was the dessert? Shoot, I forgot the dessert. You made me avocado. I did make avocado. And for the folks out there who... Don't know what an avocado is. It makes this kind of actually sound bougie, but it's really not bougie? that bougie. No, I'm not. Um, an avocado is a scoop or a single scoop of ice cream of your choice over or not over when you pour espresso over. So it's kind of That's phenomenal. Yeah. So he ain't telling y'all all that he did, but let's just say 33rd birthday came in and it was so different because. Everybody knows my birthday is a huge celebration. It is, we celebrate all month long. But for us to be in the house, um, the biggest thing that, you know, you guys, I'm a brat sometimes. And, um, You're a brat all the time. Watch him out. Um, I told him just to be creative. Like, show me how creative you could be. And he surpassed anything that I had thought about because I really hadn't tried to think too hard on what he was going to do. So it was really dope. Um, but he did good. So I'm glad to know that my birthday was one of your favorite things that we've done. I mean, it, it was stressful to be uh, creative when everything was closed. I mean, there, there was a couple times, don't get me wrong, that I really kind of just thought of 
throwing my hands in the air, throwing the towel in, and just be like, well, but you knew it's the happened. well. Nah, I mean, what are you gonna do? You can't. You weren't gonna throw me out in, in the public. Mm -hmm. you, you, that, that's too much of a risk. Mm -hmm. Okay, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, there was options. I, I mean, we're not gonna. Not gonna settle on it. I mean, Ruth Chris actually had a really good deal. I mean, you order if you would have ordered seventy five dollars more, you get twenty five percent yeah, off. So <laughs> I would have got a good deal with them, but I it's decided I decided to you know be a little bit more respectful and creative and thought thoughtful. So that that was that. Mm -hmm. You say so. So. We seem to have been getting along very well during this lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that, that that was probably extra. We have been getting along um, fairly decently. I mean, like that any, so like any. Well, maybe that's a little worse than it sounds. Like any couple, we've had our normal disagreements and things like that. I think one of the funny things about it is. Even from a argument standpoint, I think we've after maybe the second or third argument, we kind of realized that we couldn't go anywhere. So, like sometimes it seems better for if we can't come to a conclusion or we're at each other's throat, not physically, um, that no, it, it it may be best that one person leave the room, leave the house, do whatever to cool off. However, when everything is closed down, can't really do that. So I think that's kind of what has brought us together. However, funny enough, when it comes to arguments, um, we were reading this article earlier this week, and apparently CNN and people in China feel like this is probably the absolute worst time to be in a relationship or even thinking about having a child. They even went as far as saying that there's been a spike in divorce rates in China, which, I mean, I guess that's a relevant stat, but there was no other further information as, as to only of people being cooped up, you know, people realizing I, they signed up to be with somebody that they truly didn't know, um, amongst a few other factors. But I just thought that was interesting. Don't know if. People feel the same way that there's going to be. Well, that a, statistic is probably going to be the same for the states because, bruh, sitting in the house with somebody, especially if it's just like your friends with benefits, your cut buddy, whatever, and y'all can't go nowhere, you can't do nothing but each other, it's like, hmm, I really don't want you in my house. So you got to know. It's like, and with married couples, Honestly, this is probably like the longest period of time where they've been around their spouse for 24 hours on end. And yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Hell, if these kids, if my kids, if these parents are talking about this the first time they've been around their kids for this long, exactly. No, and so you add in a spouse and kids, and it's just like, what? Like, thankfully for us, we just got a dog, a lazy dog. So and even even she's even confused. I th it's a, normally she would have the house to herself for a good ten hours a day. And hell, who knows what she does during the day? I thought about putting a GoPro cam on her just to kind of see if she sleeps all day or whatever. But she goes to her little area. But she kind of she know she's kind of gotten in the routine of knowing 
okay, this is what we do during the day, keep her on the routine as if we weren't in the house. But at the same time, she's confused as all get out to what her role is during the day. But now I will say when she pops into my office, I never get mad because she's super sweet. And she just wants cuddles. Hmm. Yeah, cuddles and attention. Just attention. But that, that, I mean, that brings it to a good point of is it, if you're in the house stuck, is there a such thing as too much attention? I think it depends on the person because, like, don't get me wrong. I love being around you. I love our cuddle time, whatever you want to call it. Howsoever, I like my space. Thankfully, we're in a big enough house to where we can go in separate rooms because I do feel like if you were up under me, all day, every day, we would probably have a problem. Because, nah, bro, I need my space. Back up, give me my six feet, give me my ten feet. Let me have my space. Well, even if we weren't quarantined, you don't have to worry about me being up I under know, that's how for it works. 24-7 or whatever. That's how it works for us. Because you don't like that either. So, you like you like when I'm affectionate, but you don't want me up under you. And that works because I don't want you up under me. Yeah, I'm not. If you can't tell by now, I'm not super touchy feely. So neither am I. So it's, it's. I don't do germs. I don't like people all in my face. You like me in your face, so I mean, sometimes. Yeah, uh, there you I never love you, 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 you you've never denied me in your face. Okay. So, but needless to say, yeah, I mean, I guess this would. I don't know. I wonder how new relationships are working like. And I and I say, I mean, there's all I guess there's all forms of new relationships. So you got new like, hey, will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my boyfriend? Will you be my partner? Relationships and those just started. And of course, those you, you got those fireworks. So I feel like those people want to be around each other. But it's also I think a quick way to know just if you're going to be with that person long term. Um, you know, like for us. You know, I guess we're still considered what recently engaged. I don't. Is there woo, woo. is there a time window when that that know. goes away? But Let me tell y'all something. COVID nineteen and messed up all my little wedding plans. But go ahead, babe. I mean, I don't. Well, I guess it's messed up a little bit from planning. But yeah, I mean, I you know we're newly considered engaged. Uh, for us, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody's relationship. I just know we came into a different with a mindset of how we were planning our future anyway. So I would say this has given us time to think through that a little bit more thoroughly and say, okay, this is what we want. This is how we foresee it. This is what we can do during a quiet time and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I mean, even I guess what newly married people, that's probably, I feel like that's probably a, a, a good thing to be in the house a little bit more. Oh no! Who do you think has the most struggle right now? As far as what new relationships, like which group? Yeah, which group? Hmm. I would say the biggest struggle is probably the the middle married couple because, like, okay, think about it. And I'm bringing up gender roles for people with children. It's typically the woman who takes care of the house. So now we got our husbands at home. I'll give an example. For work, 
everybody know we working at home. So a lot of the male leadership is like, oh, okay, let's jump on this call. It's 5.40 p.m. Good, sir. I have dinner to prepare. But then that call could say, and supposed to end at 6 o'clock, and it goes to 6.43. And we've had, like, some male people just be like, yo, it's been challenging having these kids, being around these kids all day. I don't know how I like to do it. And it's like, okay, good, sir. Go help her. And then, so I think it's that middle group of married couples, not the old, not the 30, 40, 50 year, but like the five to 10 year married couple that's probably having it the worst right now. Yeah, well, that's Because they point. have a lot invested. Yeah. But you've also been in a marriage, and if you got kids, you've been in a marriage, and then once kids come into play, you're putting the kids. The kids are not the focal point. So when you stuck and sequestered with somebody, now you getting to learn, you relearning your partner. And that the realization of that was new partner could not be a person that you like. Yeah, that's a that's that's deep right there. Um never I didn't even that's my my bad, y'all. I, for, for the shout out to the people who been married uh, for a good period of time or experienced marriage um, and going through this, this tough struggle. Uh, I've seen so many different things like the, the parent, the parents being gung ho about uh, homeschooling and then some of that's gone out the window. Um, you know, I haven't, that's a good point. I, I've seen like the date ideas and stuff like that, but I haven't really seen a lot of testimonial from um, you know, people that have been, you know, I guess are seasoned married people of just saying, yep, this is how me and my partner are hanging in right now. Um, you know, this is how we're over. Like if there is something that's, you know, tormenting the wedding or wedding, tormenting the marriage right now, like this is how we've overcome and this is how we're working on it. Or maybe kind of going back to what we're saying of being appreciative of one another, don't realize how one person might do more in versus less or just needed to step up some way shape or form um you know just kind of being oblivious not on intentionally but when we're not at home we get caught in the the day-to-days and you know time goes by and then you know we get tired or you know it's it's not to the weekend or just a day that you have off to where you get relax and then once you relax your your brain is engineered to get back to what you're doing before versus really sitting down and seeing what you got mm-hmm. that was so nice but i will say i've seen some couples on my twitter feed who are like using this time to really get to re-know or relearn their partner so I do think that's a benefit. I don't think we're going to see too many of the disagreements just because, you know, people like to keep their personal business private. Uh, well, some people do, you know, social media. I, I mean, you, you said disagreements. I mean, I, you, you saw it. Uh, Floyd Mayweather's daughter st- right. stabbed uh, yeah. what, what her, her man or the she baby mom. No, she, dead, mama. she stabbed the but baby mama's fiance. No, she not said baby mama fiance. She stabbed the baby mama. Okay, yeah. She's technically supposed to be fiance, but we cannot use it as a point of reference because those are childs. I mean, that child is twenty years old. She got a lot of learning to do, 
and she got to go through the stuff on her own. Take it from me as a woman. You do soup stuff when you in your first little puppy love. I mean, so, it's, whether it's puppy love or not, she has been stuck in the house charge. like everybody. Well, she, she got a charge. She got a charge. See, it's like quarantine is not affecting everybody the same way. Right, but you can't. You still can't use that as point of reference. It was cute though. I mean, but, she went crazy. I hope but nobody else is out here stabbing anybody while you're stuck in the house. Right. So I think the biggest thing that I do want to take from this quarantine lockdown is how we can learn to better communicate with each other. And I think it's doable because what else we got to do? Um, but I want to hear from the people who listen. Tell me or us what have you learned about your partner's communication? And if you're single, guess what? What have you learned about yourself? Because everybody knows self-care is so important. Um, not just manicures, pedicures, soaps and tub, but mental health. Are you journaling? Are you writing now how you feel? Because let's keep it all the way above. This is very pressing on a person's mental mental state. Like for me, my personal therapy for all of this is to craft. Everybody don't have that creative journey. Um, I also like eat candy, so that, that ain't a good thing because you know we're trying to get wedding ready, so I gotta lose weight. But how do you guys communicate with your partner, with your family? Because it's really hard not seeing your family. Shout out to my mom because I definitely had to teach you how to use FaceTime. I need to see you, boo. So just tell us. Tell us how you've been, you've grown during this little lockdown period. Because let's face it, after we come out of this, our old normal is not going to be our new normal. So help us out. Tell us how you communicate. Yeah, I mean, I would I would say it's funny because before all this happened, um, I actually, one of my commitments for this year was that I was going to start, uh, therapy. So therapy has actually helped better my, uh, communication overall in my relationship, stuff like that. So that's kind of helped through this process. Um, for me, I've always been optimistic about a lot of things. Uh, I keep an open mind on a lot of stuff. And so for personally, I mean, I've just kind of I've, re- I've had to readjust my goals for the year and just base them off the timeline of what we think may happen, but at the same time, put into perspective of things that are just uncertain. So kind of, again, really looking at what's realistic to be able to be do. And a lot of stuff is digital stuff. A lot of it's just re-educating myself on things, um, kind of focus on tasks that if I was on a normal go to go or go to go on the go, um, you know, out and about type deal that I wouldn't be able to sit down and focus. So I think that's really the one thing that's kind of helped me is really sit down and focus. Um, I've changed my day to day activities and, you know, even for just in terms of TV and things, I don't even watch TV. Oh, I never watched a lot of TV to begin with. So for me, I could watch Netflix all day, but I'm not. I may focus on something that I'm personally invested in. Like I've started looking at the stock market a little bit more again and just really watching the economic impact around things. Um, I got me a nerd, y'all. Well, maybe. I don't know. Um, But I guess 
you know, growing up, it wasn't a cool thing to be the nerd, but I guess it depends on how certain people look at it. But yeah, I mean, I know you mentioned single people, so I know this is a good time. Like if you have a support network, like those, I mean, those Zoom happy hours, keep them coming. Uh, I know those are helping people get through. I mean, outside the the virtual thing, do you think people are still like making booty calls? Uh, I mean, that's that's I mean, it, I mean, we all got to be safe, but I mean, at the same time, people still have needs. Like, the stay-at-home orders during the day I mean, hours, I mean, you're not going to be able to... St- no, the stay-at-home is all day work. Well, yeah, stay-at-home. Oh, yeah, so, so good. The businesses are closed, my bad. Yeah, too loud. But I do think that, I mean, people do have needs, but they may seek self-pleasure. So, yeah. But, you know, guys, I'm glad you tuned in. This is on... Wrap up our first episode. But By the way, did you know there's also a condom shortage right now? You see what I'm talking about? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about communication. I mean, I got to, if, if that is part of communication, because again, if I'm calling, if we were not together and I'm like, hey, I'm coming over. Can I come over? You're not coming to my house when we got stay in place because I don't want your germs. I, I will make you sure that I wash you. You can wash You can wash me. If you would like, before I show up, to make sure that I'm clean. But either way, but either way, but still, stay protected, stay safe. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we gotta go. Our dog is trying to get into our room, and she needs some attention right now. But let us know what you've been doing to keep yourself. Blame it on the dog. Engaged. Let us know how you're communicating with yourself, with your. With others, with your family, your friends, your romantic partners, um, let us know. Hit us up. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you for joining, and we'll see you.